0: Welcome to Episode 3 of Disrupting Education. I'm Megan Nix, a 5th and 6th grade teacher from Mount Pleasant, Michigan. I've been following the Going Gradeless conversation for over a year now, I've read articles and blog posts, followed the Twitter feed, and paid attention to teachers' comments about this idea of providing feedback to our students and moving away from traditional grading practices. I've also presented a couple of days of professional development around this topic and feedback and peer critique strategies to the teaching staff in my own school. One of the most common pushbacks that comes up with the feedback conversation is, is the amount of time that it seems like it's going to take. A lot of teachers say, I don't have time to sit down and write feedback on every assignment my students are doing, or I don't have time to give feedback to every student across my multiple ELA or math classes. And I've come across this strategy and tried this strategy that I'd like to share with you today because it really doesn't take much time at all and still has a big impact on student learning. I first learned about this strategy in the text, Embedded Formative Assessment by Dylan William. I've seen it mentioned in several articles and blog posts written by teachers since then. It's called the minus equals plus strategy. The idea behind this strategy is that you're giving students feedback on their work compared to their previous work on the same topic. So it takes away the list of criteria and it takes away the comparison between students and how they did compared to their classmates and really just focuses on their own learning and their own growth. When students receive an assignment with this type of feedback on it, they've received either a symbol of minus, equals, or plus written at the top of the paper. The symbol they received depends on whether the work they submitted was not as good as about the same as, or better than their last work on the topic. For example, my students were recently working through a unit focusing on the skill of analyzing a text and using strong text evidence to support their analysis. As we worked on this skill, we read a historical fiction literature text as well as several informational articles. And most days, at the end of our class period or our lesson, the students were asked to complete an exit ticket and answer a question based on the text that we had read that day. As we went through the unit, the students knew we were working on this skill of citing evidence from the text to support their analysis. And I would collect these exit tickets from them at the end of our lessons. They were a wonderful formative assessment tool for me, uh, since at the end of every day I could read the students' responses and pinpoint what did we need to focus on the next day. And as we built these skills of restating the question in our answer and citing text evidence correctly and referring back to the article, and then moving into explaining the evidence they'd chosen and choosing strong evidence. Throughout all of that process and those lessons, I just kept collecting these exit tickets and using them to guide my teaching. And I was holding on to them knowing that I didn't have time to write written feedback on every single exit ticket, nor did it fit with the task because my students were just practicing a skill. And each day we would practice again as we learned something more and they were growing and learning. But it got to a point that I had we'd been focusing on this skill for several weeks and I knew I wanted to give them some feedback about their growth as we started to head into the the end of this unit and moving towards a bit of an assessment on this skill. They needed some feedback from me so they knew what their goal needed to be as we continued to work on it. So in came the minus equals plus feedback strategy. I pulled out their exit tickets and chose an exit ticket for the students that was their first or second practice with this skill, and then pulled up their most current practice. And I spent some time one afternoon just looking at those pieces side by side and cam- and looking at the students' growth on the skill, not compared to each other, not compared to any sort of checklist of what the skill was supposed to look like, but just looking at that first piece and looking at their current piece. And I would mark with my big purple Crayola marker at the top of their paper, a minus, an equals, or a plus. If the student's level that they were showing me on the skill on the current piece matched what they had done that first round and I wasn't seeing a lot of progress with that skill, they got an equal sign. If what they had recently written for me was not as good of quality as their first practice with that skill, they got a minus sign. And the majority of my students, as I looked at that first practice compared to their current practice, the growth was so obvious, <laughs> but those students, there was a plus on their paper if they were showing that, that the current work was better than their last work. They, I saw growth in that skill, a plus went on their paper. I took the current writing and that first writing that I was comparing and stapled them together. The next day when it was time for our literacy block and we were getting ready to talk about our next task with practicing our skills of text analysis. Um, we we're actually gearing up for a culminating event for that that article that, or the, the, sorry, the historical fiction literature that we had read. We were getting ready to hear about what the culminating activity and assessment for that was going to be. But before that started, I let the students know that I wanted to give them some feedback on their growth with this skill so far so that they could set a goal for what they were going to focus on in their final piece. I explained the minus equals plus coding system to them and what it meant. We reviewed the skill that we have been working on for the last two weeks and I wrote it up on the board again just like every day of our lessons that was a visible learning target. And then I gave their work back to them and the students really enjoyed seeing their first writing compared to the most current writing. I mean, it was only a window of two weeks, but it's always so interesting even for adults to look back at something we did previously and and you look at it with fresh eyes after it's been some time has passed. So the students looked at that and they enjoyed seeing those two pieces. They had their feedback from me as far as their growth on that skill and what I was seeing from them. And then they actually wrote a little mini goal for themselves for what they wanted to focus on on that skill as we moved into our final kind of assessment writing piece as well. So it definitely looked like positive responses from my end. Um, Their goals were great and spot on with what they needed to work on as we started to introduce that final writing piece. But what was most powerful was since this was a feedback strategy that I had not Really tried with them previously, I asked them what they thought of it. And several of my students commented that they really liked the, the simplicity of it. They really liked seeing their first response with this skill of analyzing and using text evidence compared to their current one. And then one student really seemed to hit the nail on the head. And he said, I like this because it really focuses on what you can do and how much you have grown, not just whether you got them all right or comparing you to everyone else. So that that really summed it up for me, that this was a feedback strategy that didn't take me very much time at all. And the students really responded well to and got some true, honest feedback from um, Dylan William points out in his text that what really matters with feedback is how your students react to it. So that was my confirmation that the minus equals plus feedback strategy was not only a time saver for me, but was still also impactful for my students and their learning because they had a desire to make sure that that next piece was done well and really showcased their growth especially my students who had a minus or an equal sign as we um, as they goal set. And then as that next week, we worked on that final assessment writing. I noticed those students really making a point to choose strong evidence from the text and make their answer clear because they knew they had grown in this skill and wanted to make sure that they were showing it so that this time around they were going to get that plus. But what I really love about it is that it's feedback based on that student's learning and that student's growth with a skill. And really, that's what what all of our students need. No matter where they're at in their learning journey, they need that motivation to keep going and want to keep building their own skills without the, the need to compare them to their peers and where they're at or where some arbitrary group grading system says that they're supposed to be, but just giving them room to grow and reflect on their own abilities was pretty awesome. So some ideas of how you could use the minus equals plus strategy in other areas. It worked wonderfully with exit tickets in my literacy block. Um, I also have a part of my daily schedule or weekly schedule. During math class, it's our problem of the day. A couple of times a week, I post a math problem of the day and the students complete it in their math journal and they talk through it with, with peers and they talk through it with us as a whole class. And that time in my schedule is really focused on building their problem-solving skills, building their math reasoning skills, and really getting them to think like mathematicians. So if you think about it, and look at the common core standards for mathematical practice, the the problem-of-the-day practices are really an inquiry-based teaching time that hone in on a few of those mathematical practices. The three that really stand out to me during that time for my students is building their ability to reason abstractly, teaching them how to model with mathematics and also teaching them to attend to precision in their calculating and in even just how they're organizing their thinking on their page. So when you think about how do I give them feedback on, these, on their mathematical practices and their mathematical thinking, the minus equals plus system could be great for this. If your students are using a math notebook where they're completing any sort of problems throughout the week in there, you could collect those math notebooks every once in a while and use the minus equals plus system to give them some feedback on their growth and help them to really focus in on that skill of reasoning and explaining their math thinking and showing it in a precise and organized way. It would fit there and it would be quick and easy for you. Some examples of how this might fit into a primary classroom i I taught lower elementary for a couple of years, and I'll be honest, even in my fifth and sixth grade classroom, I found myself taking that stack of student pages, you know handwriting papers that they had completed, or math worksheets that we had done, and knowing this was just a practice round, and I'm not going to grade these, so I'd go through and put the star or the smiley face with my big Crayola marker on top of each of them and into their folders to go home, they would go. So imagine if in that primary classroom you you are doing some, some weekly handwriting practice or some weekly sight word practice or spelling word practice. I know some of the teachers in my building use the Words Their Way program. If you wanted to move away from that, I'm going to say quote unquote pointless stars and smiley faces on their paper to something that's really going to help the students focus on their growth in that area, the minus equals plus system could be your answer. If you you use it and teach your students what it means, then each week as you look at their their final their sight word practice or their handwriting page, you could put a minus in equals or a plus sign on there to let them know how that looked compared to last week's practice at that skill. And help them work towards always wanting to earn that plus each week because they want their skill to be growing and getting better each week than the week before. It's a replacement for the star or the smiley face that has more meaning for your students and continues to keep that focus on their learning. I read an example once when digging into some research about use of peer feedback in the primary classroom. There was an example in a kindergarten classroom where the teacher would have the students sign in every day. So at the end of the week, they had five examples of their handwriting just practicing writing their own name. And that teacher actually used it as a peer critique time to have the students sit down with a classmate and look at the five times they'd written their name that week and talk about which one was their best day and their best handwriting and all those letters formed correctly and all of those really important skills that they're building at that stage. The minus equals plus feedback system could also work in that regard as you as the teacher are looking at how the student ha- is writing their name and focusing on their handwriting and using it to show them, hey, your name is looking about the same this week as it did last week and talking to them about some things they could be doing to write a little clearer or using giving them the plus sign to let them know you're really working hard on this and I can see look how much nicer your name is coming out as you're writing it this week compared to last week. Again, it's just a simple symbol system that is quick for the teacher and has application, I think, across a lot of grade levels. If you look for those those small practices where you want your students to have some feedback that focuses on what they're showing with that skill and what they can do with that skill, just comparing one previous assignment to a current assignment. I hope you'll consider giving the minus equals plus feedback strategy a try, even with just a small assignment in your classroom somewhere in the coming weeks. If you'd like to learn more about it, I highly recommend checking out Dylan Williams' text, Embedded Formative Assessment. I'm Megan Nix, and this has been Disrupting Education.